1: Or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Where did y'all find Shaq?
1: David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available
2: on iTunes and at Demishek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek.
3: Where did they find me, Ike? On Smart Street. That's where. In fact, Ike Taylor in earlier this week and Cam Jordan. We had a divine conversation. I encourage you, nay demand, go dig it up. Better yet, why don't you do yourself the favor of downloading the show, subscribing to it, tell your friends, rate it, all that jazz. We appreciate it, but let's not live life in the rearview mirror talking about what those guys think about things instead let's focus on who's in studio 66 here and now let's say hello first of all to my immediate left all the way from Michigan you'll hear a little theme song that refers to it she runs marathons she kibitzes about the game of football she loves her math too it's Cindy Freeland
0: Started here to steal the show. Back in the day, she had a mullet with the funky flow.
1: A bun of marathons for her fitness goal. On the DDF she got the stack control. Cause when it comes to the numbers, she's a gunslinger. She do the math in her head, she don't count fingers. No more questioning and Surely waste to you. She's permission <laughs> Acting yo. out your own yeah. song. Why not?
3: All right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. We we've debated It's a whether, great song. We, we've debated whether or not that's <laughs> vain. or But either way. I don't listen, care. Yeah. I don't care. You know what, Cindy? <laughs> you know what you're doing there? You're not just surviving. You're living. I'm living. And, and for that, uh, I hail you. Then let's say hello to Cindy's left there. He is one of our very favorites here at NFL Media. And good now good we good are good. over the moon to say face-to-face muzzle richly deserved And it is Matt Money Smith. Hey now.
2: Skinny legs, a golden voice, a play-by-play analyst.
4: Matt Money Smith, got bad eyesight. He's a Chicago guy. And have you heard? He's the Chargers' play-by-play guy.
2: It's like a Wikipedia page, man. It's Update. updated immediately. Wow!
3: Excellent. And uh, again, tough. you haven't been in here. No, yet I have not since, since
2: uh, the big news. Yes, I have not.
3: Matt Money Smith, now the radio voice of your Los Angeles Chargers. This is going to be positively grand stuff, and it's interesting too. Uh, here, really, a pod in, on DDFP oh, uh, DDFP DDF terms. We're also regularly joined by Maurice Jones-Drew, who does the color on the radio for the Rams. Now we have a Chargers guy. And as we're saying that, Cindy Freeland delivers to Matt Money-Smith a handsome bottle of
2: whiskey. This is, when uh, Dave said
1: that with the whole pod was celebrating you, I volunteered to be the pod representative to get the gift. You did very well. And you know what's amazing? You
2: chose wisely. Well,
1: thank you. I had some help because, you know, like those hot girls that know a lot about, like, whiskeys. And yeah. Gardens? So I elicited one who happens to have been a fan from you of yours oh. for, like, ever. She's like, I grew up on Ma- love Oh old my man. God, I love him. He's my favorite. <laughs> so She there did you well. Uh,
2: high West. Uh, believe it or not, Utah based bourbon distillery. Really? And uh this boo-rai. particular yeah, this boo rye is an award winning uh rye. And I love, love bourbon, like but podcast. I love rye even more. So thank you so Yay! much. We'll drink this together.
4: Boo rye.
2: I love yeah. it. Yeah, Money and I at a Super Bowl. year or two
3: ago? I don't remember. I don't know anything about the booze, really. But Money has introduced me. He's a renaissance man, as I say. He knows about all the – he knows really any subject you want to tackle. Money will Uh, know something about it. We were at a sushi place, and you said, oh, we have to get this kind of scotch. And it was like $50 a glass or something. It was crazy. They had
2: pappy. Is that oh, what it was? They had Pappy, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah, they had yeah. Pappy. i was I, like, I, my I God, have, yeah. they, it's it's hard to find a place that has Pappy. In can them, I yeah. tell you
3: something? Yeah. I'll let no jive. You know that's the rule in '66. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. Like yeah. money's
2: like. Eh, can you see why that's the best? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know. Yeah.
2: Like I don't know anything about. Rose yeah. all
1: day for sure. That's I mean, my you know,
2: way. You drink a lot, I guess you. Um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> speaks to uh, you know a quality and also a little negative about your guy here.
3: That's right. I had yeah. a ro- no. Listen, I had uh, yeah. I I enjoyed some rose just uh, last night again. And you know what? Apology. <laughs> Not coming. Not coming. Not coming. I, nope. Especially no. in this heat. It's so crisp and delicious. It's very nice. Um, all right. Let's jump it's into
2: turning it, into shall an we? old woman.
3: <laughs> well, we talk about the Chargers, and then I mentioned that uh, money is now the voice of the Chargers, along with who's your uh, sidekick, Nick Hardwick.
2: Nick Hardwick is coming back. Yeah, he was the right. analyst last year for the love first it. season. He'll be back. Well, not sidekick. I guess that's to He'll be, be the, the analyst. It's a, to, a, to
1: yes. Chris yes. Hardwick, who I love. Uh, I don't <laughs> believe.
2: I don't believe so. But
1: they do look of similar.
2: <laughs> Nick's just considerably larger. Yeah, uh, Chris <laughs> is a very dominionist man. Funny. As a funny, um, yeah, he's like a
1: nerd icon. So but and
3: then, like I say, we also have. By the Maurice way, Jones- how, about,
2: how about Chris Hardwick? When <laughs> when you get when you are in the um, the uh, what was the name of the show they did together on uh, MTV? Yeah, when you're in the pool for who's going to end up having more success in their career. Wow, and, uh, Jenny McCarthy or Chris Hardwick? That's a great. And Hardwick name. ends up getting out of that after Jenny was, you know, her light was shining awfully bright there for about a half decade. There, Hardwick ended. Great call, overwhelming. Why can't I think of the name of that? Singled show? out, singled out. out,
3: singled out. Well done. You're Fifty welcome. people. Well done. That was that was. Uh, yeah, that was some TV show, wasn't it? Though. They,
1: you what know happened? What though? Are you the one is better? Have you watched Are You the One where they do I these different comedy? I would love to be on that show, not as a contestant. I would love to be an analyst on that show.
3: Best MTV show ever.
1: Uh, catfish, r- remote control, Beavis and ButtHead. I would say, oh, that was oh,
3: a good one, Beavis, Beavis is good. and ButtHead. Yeah, I think you might but have. Currently, it with Beavis. currently I think, catfish. yes, the late Ken Ober, with whom I worked yeah. uh, a number of years ago. Yeah, that was a great show. Colin Quinn. Yeah, I mean, think about the stars that's at you. I mean, Adam Sandler good. would yes, show up. Sandler on that. was on
2: there. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> who ended up becoming a nice B level star? Uh, not Marissa
3: Tomei. No, was not Tomei. Tomei. She's but yeah, not I, I know who you're talking about. The red hair. Yeah,
2: it was a good show.
1: I don't know what you're talking that about. That was a great yeah,
3: show. But you know what I think? I'm still going to go with real world. From season one through real world Seattle, Those, I think those are the band. Yeah, it wore there. thin on me pretty That's, quick.
1: I loved Kyle Brandt in the real world. That's how I first knew him. Yeah. And I, Ryan. Ryan. Not Tim, Ryan. Not, yeah, Ryan. It's <laughs> an amazing yes. scene if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah.
3: Ross Tucker's <laughs> chief impressionist Kyle Brandt and uh, roommate uh, back at uh, at Princeton. All right. So like I say, Maurice Jones Drew is also does uh, the radio uh analysis for the LA Rams and we've talked about this a little bit but let's uh cover this again because I find it fascinating as football season is fast approaching. Who will win? And I'm going to let you start here Cindy. Who do you think by New Year's Day, or actually around Christmas time, what will the kids be saying to their parents? Get me a
1: 17
2: Chargers.
1: Show me your lightning
2: bolt. Yeah, she Show me the, your lightning she gave you a hack size. I think so. Huh? Show me your lightning bolt.
1: I'm not going to try to do it with a good voice. I'll leave that to you.
3: That's a hack. I'll leave that to you. Don't forget the wild card. Oakland Raiders. The, the
1: Raiders. Right. But Raiders. see, they're not... Soon they, to be Vegas Raiders. Yeah, until they're in Vegas, then I'm going to go... The, I, I will limit the question to only Chargers or Rams. And my answer will be Chargers.
3: Based on...
1: Based on... Potential record. I think that they're going to have a good year. There seemed like they're in a. They seem like they're in a good position to have a good year, and obviously money being there is a huge factor.
2: Oh yeah, that'll really <laughs> win the kids over.
1: No, well, the- and listen, offense is offense tends to be things fans gravitate towards, and this is going to be a high octane offense.
3: Yeah, I agree with that, and I think the defense at all three levels is uh, is going to be really good too. But the- I think
1: the I think I think the Rams' defense is better. I mean, Aaron Donald's just right. alone is amazing. So, to me, the the, it's the offense in
3: the NFL Network's top 100 list uh, this oh, year. A lot that, that. Aaron list. Donald wasn't in the top 10. He was, uh, I think, he was 15th. Ludicrous.
1: Ludicrous. It's, I thought that was an I, outrage. We, we have something later for you on that.
3: Um, the Raiders uh, also, obviously, will be in that mix. A lot of a lot of fans here still. 20 years later, how long? But has nothing's it been?
1: happening yet. So you 23 can't, years, it's not changing yet, right?
3: The Raiders have been gone from LA for
1: 23 80s. years yeah. now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. 23 years. I mean, the thing is, like Raider fans, you're you're never changing them. They will always be Raider fans. Like you said, it's been 24 years and they are still Raider fans. So you're not going to you're, you're not. I get can't that. believe
3: that number. Yeah. That yeah. I would have guessed 13.
2: Yeah. No. 94. Years? So so huh. they're gone. They're they're they are not attainable. They will not convert, I, I don't believe, to the, the Chargers, especially the Chargers, because of the division rivalry. So that's not happening, and I don't think they'll become Rams fans either. What,
3: what, are, what are you going to do about these Rams uniforms, too? I know yeah. that they want to go with the white helmets, but in the meantime, now they still have the weird gold, and it's a different color blue than St. the Louis hat. St. Louis gold. And, the, and then the pants have a different color blue stripe on it. As I said before, it really looks like, hey – uh, let's uh, let's get to TJ Maxx and cobble together a Halloween costume. Is yes. kind of what it looks like. Well hey, I want
1: to be, I want to be Todd Gurley. You're not a Maxanista. Halloween, Mama. Uh, All right, let's get to TJ Maxx. We can, You're not a Maxanista.
3: We 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 can. Uh, oh, I'm. I, I got no beef <laughs> with Marshalls and TJ Maxx, but I I do. If you're a pro football team, you, yes. should, you should be better put together than uh, than what the Rams are. You gonna
1: have be. a private jet. Not and an the Max other thing is,
3: too, I thought the yep. Coliseum – uh, to me, I, I thought, ah, the Coliseum. It's got some history and everything else. It's kind of neat when you're inside of it. And the, the, For like uh, a quarter. The, well, I like when they light the torch at the end. But uh, now, I mean, my, I know money I didn't say which quarter. What's cool is that 30,000-seat joint. It's
2: going to be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. Every, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be uh, – hey, you want a Christmas gift? How about the uh, – if if all goes well, Raiders Chargers New Year's Eve will be the number one requested Christmas gift or holiday gift, I should say, whatever holiday it is you celebrate if in fact those two teams are on a trajectory hit to hit fight for, for the AFC West now, Cindy, yeah, exactly without,
3: you just gave him some whiskey Exactly huh? huh? clever ploy sis clever ploy <laughs> I
1: didn't even say it so clever ploy for me
3: <laughs> I uh, I agree I say I think the Chargers are going to do well I don't think it's an LA phenomenon even though the rest of the country would like to attribute that Oh LA need, everybody wants a they're all front runners there well everybody likes winners and I think the Chargers will be yeah. better than the Rams Ergo, they will be the more popular team I wonder though if they'll have have such a stranglehold on it that the Rams will be in a weird – I mean, think about eight months ago. Everybody said if the, when the Chargers actually announced the move, everybody thought, oh, this is a bad move for yep. them. Now I think it's more the Rams that are going to suffer, especially with the Raiders moving to Vegas. Yeah, just,
2: I mean, I mean what people forget um, is that the Rams left L.A. in, you know, the early 80s. They moved to Anaheim. Right. And when they did that, people in L.A. were pissed. Mm-hmm. They were not happy. A lot of people moved checked to Orange out. County, so – and the Chargers just so happened to be kind of Orange County's team because if you live in South County, getting to Qualcomm was like 50 minutes. So they fans that liked football just became Charger fans. So the yeah. Rams kind of had that Orange County base. They left. So all of those old fans, when the Rams came back, they got excited like, oh, yeah, but this is the Charger team now that we've been going to their games for the last 20 years. So we kind of like them too. It's, got, it's an interesting dynamic in that part of the greater Los Angeles area.
3: What's going to really heat it up, but good if the Chargers are as good as, as I think we collectively think they have a chance to be, is that game you're talking about. Yeah. On Christmas Eve? I mean, imagine oh, yeah. that. When the On Raiders, New Year's Eve. Raiders, what, Chargers, it, New, it, New Year's it, Eve. Eve. Imagine that's Raiders for the title.
2: At Chargers. At, Chargers. at Chargers, here in L.A., at StubHub Center. What that's for the division I mean. title or
3: a playoff spot or something like that? In front of
2: 29,000 people.
3: Rams will be done by Halloween. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not in contention for a playoff spot in all that. I West. think
1: it'll be better this year, but. Agreement. I'm not saying yeah. there. I'm not saying it's like last year.
3: Now let's talk something else. L.A. money. We yep. love talking NBA ball with you. What do you make of uh, the Magic Johnson regime? With those Lakers now, how'd I don't know. I, to... I, you know
2: no, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a little bit more down on this than most are.
3: I oh mean, no, really? Like, yeah. I feel like everybody's down on on, on that. Why would you? Oh, really? <laughs>
2: everybody's excited. They, they just assume that if you're going to dump D'Angelo Russell along with a seventy million dollar contract, you know that Paul George and LeBron James are coming. I mean, they are already getting their LeBron James Laker jerseys stitched, you know, in the parking lot of the uh, the Merle Harmon or whatever they're going to. So, I, like that to me is. Until that happens, I'm just going to grade the trade based on what the trade is. And you gave up a guy that was pretty damn good. Granted, he's a lunkhead and he's got to mature, but he's only 21 years old. Right! And 21 you,
1: in basketball. those Those yeah, are,
2: though. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> I, I think you saw – I mean, it's someone who's got a 40-point game, multiple 40-point games in him. I watched him at Ohio State because I do the Big yep. Ten. He was miles ahead of other guys in that that, that conference. Yeah. Um, it just—I don't know—it felt like it was giving up an awful lot. It there were but there was always. Swing.
3: I don't know why Magic would have felt this way about the Angelo Russell, but it is clear that the Laker fan sentiment was, for whatever reason or reasons, they were not excited about the Angelo Russell. No. I don't know if
2: it was uh, just a lunkhead. You know? I don't know He's, if it was
3: Porzingis, if the Nick Young thing—that he just when you watch him play on an, on the NBA floor, he clearly his greatest virtue is not. Uh, lightning quickness, you know, he, no. he's a different kind of player. But if you kick him to to can, uh, permanently out to the two, and then you draft Lonzo Ball, I feel like, well, that's not so. That that would have been kind of nice. I
2: mean, I you know, look, if the, to me, it's just a uh, it's a TBD. If in fact he gets his sixty million dollars worth of cap space and that results in two huge superstar top twenty players, you know, it doesn't have to be LeBron, but if it's Paul George and it seems like Paul is hell bent on getting to LA, you know, even that's worth it. So so you're kind of trading you're trading D'Angelo Russell for Paul George. So if you can put that together, okay, great you know then if that, then, I, then, I, then, then it, I'm fine with as it as it stands
3: though you gave as away stands. the number 2 overall pick From for two years ago. Lopez
2: yeah for, for expi- that- not even really Brooke cuz they don't want him for an expiring deal they just wanted to get rid of Mazgas's contract and Brooke's 22 mil come off the books in 18 so they can chase two free agents so just i like yeah, that's I what i tell people just take Brooke out of it they're not keeping yeah. him they, they, he is not going to be a laker i guess pass i never thought
1: year. that i never thought he would be a
3: laker do you yeah. Cindy, think that lonzo ball works out who do you do? You like him as a as an NBA prospect, or is uh, the old man getting in the way of all that? I like when you watch him play; he's exciting to me. Oh,
1: when you watch him play, he's amazing. And I I don't think his – like for as much as we like to think is. Dad's like a big distraction. A lot of that is like some media hype, right? Like if you put him on and give him the stage and like. Whatever. I think
3: you can probably say if you're Magic
1: Johnson, listen, we're going to take you, but the old man. Not, I mean, we're just not going. to Well, the
3: have old
2: man can't. Can, he can't tangle with Magic. Magic's the most beloved right. sports personality in Los Angeles history. Yeah. So he can't. He I, and, and. And he's from and, East Lansing, Michigan. What? And Lavar is smart okay. enough to know I can't win this. I can. I can win against Colin, and I can win against Stephen A. It, and I can just, win. I'm fine there. I, it'll be polarizing, but I can. But I can't be magic. He's it's kind of like you when know. we
1: put it's kind of like when Tim Tebow was over everything, right? Like nobody was like, oh, well, you know what? We're going to just clamor around to make him a part of our team next. Like it just, you know, it's a media story. I, I don't, yeah.
2: I, I mean, I think and, and if football's you watch, different too. If you watch
1: ball ball, then he's. Like I'm like, how can you, that that talent is undeniable? So he would really help the Lakers out, but I, I don't. I think it's a made up story. I think it's a farce. Like.
3: Philosophically, would you rather be? Or do Do you mind what the Sixers are doing if you're a Philly sports fan? I mean, how long can the process last for it to be worthwhile? This they, has gone on but, forever but wait, already. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. The 76ers have like they draft very high and then they get hurt. And then it, it, so I guess. It, it's kind of not fair because, I mean, if you're saying your team has, you know, there's five people playing at, the t- at one time, right? So if you think that this number one prospect, which he's, Washington didn't, whatever, you, people can say, oh, you know, they, he, they didn't win or this guy didn't, he, I think he,
2: nine like, games, they won nine games. It was brutal, but they lost, but, you know, but
1: this kid's a, w- like people are like, oh, he doesn't know how to win. Yes, he does. I think he lost something like four games in high school, like some crazy small, like that's ridiculous. So if you look at that and you say this could be up to 20% of my team at any one time that's a huge difference if you believe that that's going to make this big of a difference go out and get him like i'm all right
2: with philly i mean i'm all right with what they did I because think that's, yeah. they weren't getting any free agents you know nobody was going there and and, they- and when they when they when they made that run what did it get them it got them an 8 seed all right you got elton brand you got drew holiday right. you got thad young it's a nice team you're not winning anything with that, so let's just They'd, take. Yeah, this. it's worse they, to be an NBA purgatory. Exactly. Right. Let's let's yeah. tear it all down. See, and take as many swings as we ta- we that's can. That's fair. You know,
3: what's what would you rather be a fan of then in NFL terms? Would you rather be in the 21st century? Would you rather be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, rarely flirting with the playoffs, but you do have the Lombardi Trophy near the start of the of the century. Or who's a perennial playoff participant that never gets over the hump? Like the, the Bengals? Bengals kind of thing? Well, who's worse a, to be a fan a of? Or better to be a fan of, I guess. Chiefs of so, late are always in the playoffs, it seems, but they never
1: really I, I guess. Maybe I'm jaded from like working in this industry, so you kind of either like a player or don't, or you you tend to like teams based on players for kind of no reason. But I really like what Tampa Bay is putting together. Oh yeah, like, I agree with that. You know, like they're kind of fun and exciting. Whereas like Cincinnati, you're like until they're like, what are they doing that's super different? Uh, they this, got rid of their with, whole this O-line. cloud of
2: inevitability hangs over you the whole season. You can, it's almost like you can't enjoy your ten win season O-line. because all you care about is that one playoff game that you know you're gonna lose. You know, you, that's, you get that's rid not
1: of Whitworth. Zeitler uh, well I'm like, just
2: speaking to the question right, right? so what would I rather have Thanks. would I rather have a 10 win team that gets booted in the first round of the playoffs every year doesn't win the division wins the wild card every year loses wild card but weekend. you have
3: four months of something that's relevant right. to you you get to watch it this comes from really the larger question comes from uh, a couple weeks ago talking to Ross Tucker that uh it, it's funny or 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 sad, I guess, if you're a Packers fan, to look at things and say, for a quarter century, we've never had worse than the third-best quarterback uh, on our team. From Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, we always have the high-end QB. It's it's led us to exactly the same number of Lombardi trophies as Dilfer and Flacco have delivered to yeah. their team. Is that bad? But then I say, are the Packers the most fun team to have followed? in the last 25 we years. like heartbreak. Aside from – no, aside from the Patriots. The Patriots you can't really debate because they've won so many Super I mean, World the thing games. is – If I, you kick them out, though, are they the mo- – would you rather be a Packers fan and have to deal with that or would you rather be like a Buccaneers fan?
1: Man. So I'm trying to use different teams. Like, because the first thing that came to mind is would I rather be a Raiders fan or a like someone who has like, like history and I don't know. Like, because t- like, to me – the problem with being a Green Bay fan right now, and it's not a problem, but the, the hard part is you've got Aaron Rodgers, but like you're kind of like, oh, my God, he's, he's starting to get older. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then when you have a little hope, like you've got like James Winston for the future, Derek Carr for the future, like maybe that's because then you know that maybe there's like like you at least have this like like you've in your you're like, oh, like this got like like, you know, another five, seven. Ten years, maybe you know, like you feel that way. I'll take the team that's, that's
2: that's in the playoff mix every time. I because think you know what ultimately that like, like, yeah, like how many to. how many Super Bowls I'm like how many multiple Super Bowl championships are out there in the course of a decade? There's almost none. I mean, pretty that's much you win right. Internet, yeah. so so yeah. Give me my ten wins. I'll feel excited. I'll because that's like I remember when I was it, and you know I don't know when I lost it, but when I was still a super diehard fan of the Chicago Bears, and thank God I lost it because man, it would drive me nuts when they were bad they would lose on sunday and you would avoid watching tv for at least three days because you were in such time, a bad sure. mood and then you just had this yeah whatever we're we're one in four and i got another I got a game against the lions this week that they're pro- and it's just miserable and it's this just march of misery for three months you know it's,
3: i i say when you know when the steelers do well in the or when the penguins win the stanley cup i say i hail it because it gets you through winter in a bad right. in a bad climate that's that's yeah. its point is yeah. is to give you something to look forward to week to week Month to month until it's nice.
2: You tell me I get 10 wins for a decade and I'll be in a Super Bowl, but you won't I guarantee I right. win it. I'll wait, you. wait,
1: wait. You get the Super Bowl? Though? I
2: get to a Super uh, Bowl, that, but I That won't is win actually it. what the Bears did. Yeah, but I won't win it.
1: That's fine. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: But yeah, Some, but, but yeah, I, I got to get those 10 wins. Nine People wins, we'll have been say. debating yes.
3: this uh, around NFL media, so let's uh, tackle it. I think the question itself is a little bit uh, bogus or a little bit overly optimistic. The question is, who's going to win more titles, Dak Prescott, or Derek Carr, relatively young QBs, I'll say that what Money just said: they only until they stop giving out only one Lombardi a year, it's overly optimistic yeah. to start counting yeah. how many yeah. trophies yeah. a guy is destined to win. Who's they only most do likely
2: one. to win one. Right, how about that? Instead of who's going to win, right? More, which and, one of those two is most likely to win one? What I was thinking about as I was considering that is uh,
3: is you know especially you know so the last fourteen titles have been won by eight quarterbacks so that leaves out a lot of guys you know Matt Ryan Phil Rivers uh Cam Newton six seasons in Andrew Lux five seasons in and none of those guys obviously have rings so uh it 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 does though Dan Marino is kind of the outlier of the all-time greats who have never who never won a Super Bowl. This generation, the 21st century, by virtue, I guess, of it being a quarterback league or QBs who we all consider to be really high-end guys, there are going to be a lot of guys that sort of fit that mold, too. They're just never going to win a Super Bowl. Right. There, there are a lot of really good quarterbacks that are going to mm-hmm. play in multiple Pro Bowls and otherwise and
2: won't that win. never win. Yep. Who
3: is the answer, though, Money? Who's uh, Derek Carr or Dak Prescott?
2: I think I'll go – I think I'll go – Oh, man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is tough. I don't think I'd go Dak. I think I would just because of – I don't think Tom Brady is going to stop playing football for the next th- four years. I really think he's going to uh. keep playing – and that team is just so damn good. And you've <laughs> got to make funny. the Super Bowl in order to win it. And when you think about what Atlanta was able to do, because, you know, when the Super Bowl comes around, weird things happen. The Giants beat the Patriots the two times. You know what I mean? It's just, yep. So just get there. Which was more? Which one of those two is more likely to get there? I feel like Dak is more likely to get there based on the conference in which he plays than Derek Carr right now. So I'll take Dak.
1: Cindy. <sighs> I like your argument a lot. Yeah. Although Aaron Rodgers is in, that, in the NFC. So that's yeah. my only, like – Problem there, but I think I there. My gut says the Derek Carr pick because. While I I agree about Tom Brady, I just don't think it's unlikely you're going to win. Like all, even if he plays for the next six years, it's unlikely he's going to you know win all, win. make
2: all six Super Bowls. Right? right.
1: So I think you know that Raiders team, their defense is improving consistently, and they're that, young. They're young. Their offense is really it's a really dynamic offense. We'll see what happens with at their at their running back position this season. But I think all that, right. How about
2: this then? I'll, I'll throw this at you as I'm looking, at which division would you rather play in? Because you got to win your division first to get into the playoffs, right? So now which one of those two guys, let's just project over the next 3-4 years, do you think is most likely to it win his division? It is very
3: difficult to look at the AFC West and and uh, and determine who right. I
2: I guess the Raiders are appear but, to be
3: a tick better. But with
2: all those pass rushers and like that's the thing. I look at the NFC East and you think about the mess the Redskins are, the Eagles are still breaking in a young quarterback that's not ready, and then you have the Giants. Who look like they made they all? They don't the have right moves, back either. But yeah, so I mean, that's <laughs> they don't have running like, back. Like I think I'd rather have Dak just because. Okay, I could, I could see them maybe running that division for a little while. I, the Cowboys are a fascinating case as but
1: we sit here defense, in between. Though it's bad. They, well, they they're you know they've got some missing pieces. Yeah,
3: though. but you know, a year removed from thirteen and three, you look at that Cowboys schedule, and it's hard to imagine that 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 they're in in store for a repeat of that. You know, I. I how good that team's going to be, how well Dak will perform yeah. in his sophomore season, yet to be determined. Yeah. Before we get to uh, Cynthia synthesizing something for us, because money's going to run here any moment now, uh, our Sorry. pal Handsome Hank presented this to me, and I just find it fascinating. Kay. He said, just r- completely randomly, have you ever looked at the Colts Ring of Honor? And I said, no, I, I don't know who's in the uh, Colts Ring of Honor. He said, it's it's rubbish. Look <laughs> at who's on this list. <laughs> I just want to go through it just because it is it is fascinating. Bob say, okay, Bill Brooks is on it. Seven seasons in the NFL? Yeah. Or, or with, the, uh, with the Colts? With the Colts. Bill Brooks, number 80, hangs in their ring of honor forever. 92. What?
2: That's stretch of Colts.
3: Ted Marchabrota, okay, he had two runs yeah. with the team in the late 70s were, were pretty good for him. Chris Hinton, I think you can put him in there because – if he, Because he is the personification of why they're in Indianapolis. If John Elway doesn't say, I'm not going to sign with the Colts in Baltimore, the Colts never leave Baltimore, ergo right, Chris Hinton never becomes an Indianapolis Colt. So that makes sense. Here's where it gets weird. Jim Harbaugh. He was there for a cup of coffee. Jim Harbaugh played four years yeah. there. Why would Jim Harbaugh be had in that ring of honor? Near, near miraculous kind of amazing.
2: victory over the Steelers. That's he had, it. Yes. Ne- nearly had uh, one of the great playoff victories in the history. But it wasn't. His his right. most memorable game for the Colts was a loss.
1: Then then you have. where I mean, Where's your dignity, Indianapolis Colts? Removing the fans. Yeah, I saw that too.
3: Oh, the 12th man. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Had to take oh. it out.
1: <laughs> that's mean.
3: But then also, why would Eric Dickerson. Be in the Indianapolis Colts Ring of Fame. It was yeah. a big. It was a. Bi- it was big news when they traded for him. But you know, he had a good. And you know season what's great about that, having
2: so. worked with uh, Eric Dickerson last year on the radio. You know, he told the story, and I'd never heard it. You probably know it. Um, both of you, but he had said that he wanted to be traded to Washington, and he was told he was going to be traded to the Redskins, that he had friends there, and they were making this run, and he was going to be there back, and he was going to win Super Bowls. So he's like, man, I would put my head to pillow thinking about all these Lombardis, and I'm going to play for the Reds. He goes, and And they hated me so much at the Rams that they traded me to Indianapolis just to spite me, just to spite me (laughs) because I was supposed to be a Washington Redskin and I became a Colt and he's in their ring of honor. A man who laments the trade that should have been, but I ended up as a (laughs) stinking Colt. Can you believe this? And he's in their ring of honor.
3: That's weird. Marshall Falk is is in their ring of honor. Also weird, you know? Yeah, that
1: was kind of a trade situation
3: too.
2: Yep. Yeah, Saturday <laughs>
3: makes sense. Peyton Manning makes sense, yeah. but I don't know. I,
2: Edgerin, handsome... I'm fine with that. Fine yeah. with Marvin Harrison. All good. That's
3: hilarious. Yeah. it's weird. That yeah, that's. I, I kind of uh, is a part of the conversation we're having of what kind How of. How long team before you... Reggie
1: can be in there? At least Reggie will make sense. Yeah,
3: Reggie Wayne will. They'll make
1: sense. Yeah, and uh, they have to put
2: Mathis. They'll put uh, Freeney in. I mean, they'll, Freeney, Yeah, they'll, right, they'll yeah. get some guys in there.
3: Uh, it'll look a little bit better. Let's all right, around.
2: money. You have to hi, uh, money. You have to head out there? Yeah, I got to go do that. Don't leave that booze or. Oh, some of it will wind up in my belly. That is not (laughs) being left
3: Emma VP, we have have Alex Gelhar joining us momentarily. Yeah, he's going
1: to be up in like five minutes or so. All right,
2: bring him on up. One white guy with his side part steps out, another uh, tiny white guy with his side part steps in, huh? Green Bay Packers enthusiast,
3: fantasy football guru, and he's bringing in a long-lost Elimination Chamber for us. Uh,
0: Elimination Chamber.
2: What's an Elimination Chamber?
3: Oh, you, you've never... I don't know what it is what? either. Well, it's very difficult. It's uh, from the late Black Tie. He he, uh, he came up with something called the Elimination Chamber. He gives you four items, and then you have to say one of them. And it was always unclear. Well, the the pushback was. so wait, are you choosing your favorite or the one that you, want, you want to, to kick eliminate. out? And it was never clear. <laughs> he, he could never... Sounds,
2: sounds like TD. Yeah.
3: It was never really... Quite clear what the point. of well, I guess the his answer
2: there. to that would be yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, however you uh, want it.
3: However you however you want. Like well, but then that's not satisfying. Right. However, he has a a good one for us. Uh, I wish you were here for because I think you would have some good answers. All right. Sorry,
2: everybody. There he goes. My walk of shame. There, there he
3: is. goes, Matt Money Smith, off into it, into the Los Angeles afternoon.
2: Presumably,
3: his head filled with. Yeah. Chiefs, Happiness. Raiders. Anytime. All right, here we go. Let's get to it now. It is time to synthesize it. Take it away, Cindy Freeland. Where's her green hat? Yeah, where's my green hat? Her green visor.
1: Um, okay, so based on this top one. Wait,
3: I'm wait, gonna... wait. You can't go okay, yet. Okay, okay, okay. Hold you on. You need to have your green visor on if you're going to synthesize it. Okay. There you go. Very nice. Very
1: nice. All right, perfect. Um. Whoa, it's crooked today. <laughs> um, all right, so we were talking about the you know, top 100s, big top 100 time. We're almost to the top 10 next Monday's top 10. Um, they already said who the players were. But so I thought I would like analytics it up a little bit for you. So what I did was when I first started creating models, I asked a whole bunch of coaches, former coaches, position coaches, coordinators, as many people who are football minds that have actually executed on the field as possible to help me come up with a rubric for each position. So quarterbacks, cornerbacks, wide receivers, everyone has a different rubric. And then I filtered every single player from this season or last season to 2016 through those parameters that the coaches had helped me set up. And then I sent it back to a couple of coaches to ask them. Hmm. I gave them five or six by position on the things that they had said were important. And I asked them to create a top 30. Wow, this
3: is very involved, and I love it because the, the thing that I have uh, discovered from uh, from the top one hundred list year after year is that uh, pro football players, as it turns out, don't know that much about pro football because well, uh, because the, based on their voting, uh, the, the, the the voting results make me crazy. So yeah, day.
1: so when I, and then I went through I went through a couple years past years of um, top one hundred data. So the players do they don't put any O linemen like they get like they they're like we don't need you. You're I fine. know
3: they always Go say. On. Oh, you, you fans yeah. don't understand sports. Well, it's always, you, you guys are the ones filling it up with quarterbacks and but running the, backs.
1: The thing that I, I did, like I talked to the guys at NFL Films who are like the most amazing people at our company. Like NFL Films is, in new jersey is the coolest Love part of, yeah. of our company and they told me like they get like over 900 players to vote but the thing that is interesting to me is they vote in like november december so they don't really factor in the playoffs. so that you kind of do see that in the vote you, you do see it in the results so that was interesting too but anyway so i gave my list of what the coaches told me is important i gave them five and six by position and then i asked them to vote Partly because I don't know if any of us outsiders who aren't coaches can accurately value, like, which position's more important than the other, right? Like, I I mean, is a wide receiver more important than a cornerback? No. I mean, they're the same. They're all, you know, there's some discrepancy. So – Coaches came back and they gave me a list. So it's
3: top- funny you say that because I always say the more important to me with the with the top one hundred isn't how it stacks up overall. It's how you rank a guy within his position group. I, I mean that that's the measure that's agreed, right? So and
1: and, and like. I I don't know whatever. So my top ten that I got back from the coaches was actually pretty interesting. So it goes. Tom Brady's number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have done it backwards more. <laughs> more dramatic. Yeah. By the way,
3: Alex Gelhar, the, <gasps> Hi, uh Alex. the Alex. I wasn't sure one. if I <laughs> should uh, speak or not.
1: You'll, Gelhar, be happy. You'll be happy here in a but minute. But make sure eight. you
3: follow Gelhar on Twitter. You tweeted yeah. out earlier this week a fascinating little number that, uh, that caught my eye. DeMarco Murray, who this season will not be seeing a whole lot of eight-man boxes, you would think, with the upgraded uh, – Um, receiving core there. 4.1, he saw the
4: most eight-man... Second uh, highest percentage on his carries. Mm -hmm. uh, Passed only by Derrick Henry. So that that team shows you what... State that Titans passing attack was in because both of their backs faced the highest percentage of loaded boxes with eight or more defenders in there. And both of them averaged over four yards of carry in those situations. And Alex Galhar, like I mentioned
3: earlier, a not just a worthy follow, but you want to check him out on NFL.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, wow. It wasn't about all fantasy football, Marcus Grant, Rank, Co. Mm-hmm. the rest mm-hmm. of the so wait, gang. Let's, let's check out, out the list. podcast. I'm sorry. He was sitting there. I felt the blood no, 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 no. I'm
1: glad. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Okay, so here. Back
3: to synthesizing.
1: Okay, so... From the coaches, and then, you know, their their parameters. We knew they Tom Brady
3: was going to be one anyway. Right. So okay. if you want to go to 10, 10, down to one.
1: Your guy, Lev Bell. Okay. The only running back to appear on this list of top 10.
3: All right. I I, I will say, and not the denigrate 26, he's dynamite. He is perhaps the best running back in the NFL. David Johnson would be the other consideration. David Johnson there. was.
1: The next one, and he was literally number eleven. <laughs> is that right? I'm
3: surprised. <laughs> so, that, I'm surprised that David Johnson is that low. But I mean, the difference there that would being 11,
4: eleven out of one hundred in a quarterback-driven league where they're yeah, I mean, you know finishing the running also, back. Also, I just also, thought he had a historic. Uh, just so you know,
1: winners do get pushed up higher.
4: Oh, is that right?
3: Lev Bell to me. I, I the, as we sit here and people wring their hands about uh, about the fact that Lev Bell still hasn't signed his contract and everything i kind of get where the steelers Don't are coming find from it. i kind of what really pay the man i, I can see Sorry. if you're the I pittsburgh agree. steelers <laughs> saying listen man you're dynamite listen but- man you'd
1: work on any team every team will want you your market will be giant. pay the man uh, I know, I'm not trying to like.
3: I'm not trying to be overly cynical about how great he is, obviously. Uh, but hey, if you don't want him, he hasn't, hasn't finished, finished the season. He can, season. Come, play he can come play
1: for the Lions anytime. Okay, we'll, hey, take, we'll him. take him. Bring him back home. Go to I love
3: stand. him. I hope he's a Pittsburgh Steeler for the next ten years. But that's the real trick. Is he? Uh, is he going to be playing for ten more years? And is he going to be playing sixteen games and making it through playoff games? You know. I mean. So, all right. Let's all right. Go going ahead. Going with with number Peterson. Great. Love that. He is, yep. to me, the premier cover corner. Yep. Okay. And returns number eight. like nobody's biz. Aaron Rodgers. Should
4: be higher, but I'm glad he's on the list. Um, number
1: I, eight.
4: Why? I, Why? What? 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 Uh, that's. Uh, I think uh, probably
1: because he had a slow start. I think he had a slow start last season because I asked the coaches to try to overweight. Like, I can't change their opinion in general. I can't go in their head and change their biases, but I think I said to Really try to focus on this season, which is why you won't see J. 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 Watt didn't appear in it. Like you can okay. look at three games, things like I asked them to really focus on just this one season. You're cool with that, Gelhar.
3: You're guy no, Aaron Rodgers, but,
1: but but I'm going to tell you when you see that the next few, you're going to see kind of why, right? Okay, because, go ahead.
3: Um, I just find it outright. Ra- Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, people for the last couple of years, and then Tom Brady got over uh, the hump again this season, and people then returned to Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, but. You know, Aaron Rodgers remains the most gifted I, I don't disagree. Human throwing the football he I've had ever seen.
1: Like seven games last season where he had an over sixty percent completion percentage outside of the pocket. And, and by al- the way, a normal completion percentage outside of the pocket's like thirty five percent. Right.
3: And and the <laughs> other thing is too, when everybody talks about when people are trying to do the math on quarterbacks and who the supporting cast is, I mean, again I go back to Aaron Rodgers. Who is he played with? Jordy Nelson is good. And that's about Jordan it. Johnny Nelson's good. Like Greg Jennings was had, had a decent run as an NFL wide receiver, but really, who? I mean, talk about making stars out of guys. Aaron Rodgers has certainly done that.
1: You're right, but just when you okay, see the rest continue. Of this list, I think I think I'm you'll just calm, I'm critiquing as we go. No, I like it. Okay, number seven, another Stiller. Number eighty-four. Okay, that
3: I it's I guess about right. I would have him. I think I had him at five or six, but okay, it's seven. He didn't have his best season. However, he is in the
4: midst. Was of it. still an exceptional season. Yeah, right. but and his and last four seasons. His production stand doesn't as the, change
1: depending like on depending on who his quarterback is, which is well, fascinating.
4: Mike Vick was a little kryptonite okay,
1: him for the, again for those this year games this
3: right. Year. right but yeah. I will say uh Antonio Brown's four-year window is the uh, that he is in the midst of right now is the greatest for any wide receiver in NFL history and that includes Jerry Rice Marvin Harrison Calvin Johnson or any other four-year window you want to take a look at it's quite remarkable number six Vaughn Miller okay I like that pass rusher makes sure. sense
1: right number five tyron smith
3: i would say about von miller though that he has,
1: finally a left tackle
3: von von does benefit though or and has from demarcus wares presence on once i now i think shane ray will step in and provide the same sort of contribution
1: um yeah but i think if you talk about like because when i asked a few like just for notes or whatever and it's like who'd rather have one-on-one von miller or blah, blah 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 and then no everyone's like oh von miller so i mean he's awesome it's he's the... it, it, it while you're right it's like he's i don't think you should penalize him for other people around him being good but i i I think he just physically
3: him. is it reminds me so much of Derek Thomas. I know I'm not the only person to say that, but I mean, he really I can see that he, he is Derek Thomas incarnate, it seems.
1: Okay. Uh, so number five, Tyron Smith. Right. Left tackle. Finally. Okay. Thank goodness. I, I
3: can't assess I, I I always defer to the professional. Oh, would you like this? to know
1: how I tried to assess this? How we yes. talked about it? Okay. So I
3: don't know how one three hundred pound man leans up better against other large human <laughs> beings benders. better than other people. So like All the, right. the you hear them talk
1: about waistbenders, right? So I, mm. I worked with a bunch of O line coaches and asked them how to like what's a waistbender? So we talked about it. So we created a three D model where I can measure do they keep their bums no down? No way. Oh, I promise. Can you keep do you keep your bum down? do you keep your hips parallel to the line of scrimmage and how fast do you back up so because those are San, some things to help sand help in help his you butt
4: yeah they call it sand that. in the pants yep yeah. yep
1: so like how fast can you back up and okay so just so you know Tyron Smith fastest back hips down and parallel so all those things have to be the same 2.4 seconds he can hold it down and back it up fast longer than anyone else That's better than said. anyone else
3: <laughs> boy Oh boy! <laughs> that is what you just said. Just
1: so you know, the league average was about a second worse, so one point four seconds, and the elite average to people who are considered the best is about two seconds. So he's better than all of them, and he's kind of older. So I, I thought that was kind of fascinating.
3: That is a that that really yeah. is uh, right some insight onto it. For I, I'm telling you,
1: Lineman's butts. That's problem, what I spend my off season doing.
3: <laughs> the, I, I say it all the time, but the 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 thing that we all fall into, you know. Not anybody who's ever watched uh, TV thinks that they are legal experts because of uh the order, preponderance right? yep. of law and order, <laughs> and LA law, and everything. Or else. Primes, No, primes primes no, no. He's out of order. Too. Too. Yeah. Where's the blood splatter? Why isn't Why isn't the counselor objecting there? I mean, if I were, if that were me, I would. Uh, you know, we all think that we all think we understand police procedure from yep. all the movies and everything. And in NFL terms, we all think that we know about offensive line. Oh because no, we I do People talk about it, and I have I, no I'm, idea. I wish somebody could. Figure out the math and perhaps I'm trying. Oh, I'm I'm
1: trying, right? Like we're trying to get better at it. Like it was interesting. Okay, number four, Julio Jones. All right, really hard to argue with that one.
3: No, dynamite.
1: Number three, Aaron Donald.
3: There you go. See now that now these guys are making some sense. They get it.
1: Right, like but and then number two is Khalil Mack. So, but the point here is is you may have been mad about Aaron Rodgers being eight, but these there's a lot of defensive players here that make a lot of sense right? Like this year, Aaron Donald really, I mean, he's going to hopefully get paid too, right? Didn't didn't
4: you say they factored in winning though? How is Aaron Donald so high?
1: I think that's probably one of those things where it's like he stood out so much, right? Yeah,
4: I I know he definitely stood out on such a terrible team and he had a lot of games that he wrecked even if they didn't win it.
1: But like it it seems I guess I can only say based on the results that winning tend to factor in more Mm -hmm. because Matt Ryan last year probably wouldn't have been on many people's radars where Matt Ryan this year was in the top 20 amongst Code. Yeah, right. But so I guess, you know, winning does change that equation. I feel a lot better
4: about my top 10 now that uh, this, this. I is, think
1: this is a pretty I think that's actually I think it's a pretty, pretty good cool. top
4: 10. I would reach. I would reshuffle a little bit. I would put Vaughn over Khalil Mack because he yes. stays on that left side or, stay, you know, uh, he attacks the good guys. And uh, I just that there are more games that maybe not this last year, but in the history, too, that I remember that Von Miller took over. And Khalil Mack had a very good year, but I don't remember. Khalil
1: Mack had more total pressure, so right, he had like a lot quarterback of pressure, sacks, hurries, and he was always uh,
4: in the mix. But I mean, like right, you picks. know, you're looking at this thing, and you know, from like the Couch Show and stuff, talking with Coach Nolan, they always want to look at those guys yep. that get to the ball and make the plays and yep. win the games or turn the tide. And there just don't, aren't as many I remember for Khalil Mack as somebody like Von Miller.
1: In fairness, I had, like, a week and a half to pull my methodology together. So I think if you were to ask all of the – you know, more coaches, you'd get – you'd probably – the refinement of this top 10 or maybe the top 20 would happen. But I I think that it's a pretty good sample. I mean, you could also argue, like – you could make it the case that, you know – Maybe Julio Jones is three instead of four, like that kind of thing is nominal. Yeah, or to me flip him and
4: like, Brown or right, whatever. It's, right, yeah.
3: But it's I would, a I list. would have Rogers two. I would, I, I would go Brady one three. I would have Aaron Donald, and uh, then I think I go Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, in that.
1: Hashtag order. no bias. That's not
3: biased.
1: <laughs> How is that biased? <laughs> oh, shame
3: on you, Cindy. <laughs> All right, so that's that. So we have okay. uh, completed synthesizing it. Now hey, we got it is one time- more thing really quick. Oh, oh, really oh, quick. oh. Lay it okay, on. Okay, so
1: a- the people who are most like these are for people to like pay attention to next year. People who are gonna be big risers next year and people who are gonna make their first appearance. You ready for my like I'll give you three of each. So the people most likely make their first appearance on the list that are not rookies, because I didn't I that's a different list, right? I got Jordan Howard, AJ. Boyer, who's my favorite one, and Stephon Gilmore. Those are my three.
4: Those guys are going to. They've
1: never appeared on the list, and now they're going to. Was Stefan Diggs on the list this year? Yes.
4: He was? He was. I'm okay. pretty sure. If not, I'd say he's going to get on the list, and mm-hmm. he hasn't been there
1: before. Yep. And then most likely to be big risers, we got Joey Bosa, Mike Daniels, and mm-hmm. Cam Jordan.
3: Ike Taylor uh, one year ago said Derek Carr at number 100 on the 2016 Big list. Rising. He said he is going to be the biggest riser. And in fact, he proved to be the well done, b- historically the yep. the highest points. riser ever. Whew. Jordan Howard's pre- lack of. Uh, he got snubbed. He really did. And he got it, snubbed. It, and it's. And it does suggest that you're right that uh, some players were voting during the season because if you looked back at Jordan Howard the entirety of his 2016, it would be hard to not uh, so to news. say he's not one of the top 100 guys. All right, couple Fun more game. things here, real quick. Uh, me undies, it's time to talk about. Uh, we the, should oh, you talk about making your bum <laughs> feel special. Treat your bum like a VIP, a vib, right? Very important bum. That's what I'm saying here. the The wardrobe handsome, but it's not complete until you. Add the me undies, the feel good undies, delivered right to your door, made in L.A. from uh, sustainably sourced micromodal a fabric, three times softer than cotton. Whether it's three times softer or not, I can't assess, but I can tell you, oh, so luxurious, so so soft. And uh, 20% off your <laughs> first pair. You? <laughs> use your special u- uh, Use our special URL, yes. meundies.com/ddfp. Like I say, 20% off your first pair. And they shall be yours. They'll be delivered to your door. You can also subscribe, get them every month. They do have fun ones. I have, uh, I have some ones with uh,
4: those little green army men.
1: I just got some panda ones today. I'm very I got a, <laughs> yeah.
4: I got a Panas. practice pair because they, they might actually move the sponsorship to Fantasy Live, which would be great too. Practice? But I put it, I put it through the rigor of tailgating this past weekend at the LA Galaxy game. So wow. out in the sun, playing cornhole, drinking some beer, walking around. Into the in Did stadium. you win cornhole? Yeah. Okay. I, it I was think probably I, because of the me. I lost like one game, maybe.
3: Gelhar, actually. So you were there tailgating. That's where the uh, Chargers are going to be
4: playing. They are when, be playing
3: wait, how, how did it feel tailgating well, on a game day?
4: I've been. I've been to that stadium a number of times. I get like a it's great day, yeah. season ticket thing for the Galaxy every year. But uh, it's. Go- I can't express how different it's going to be for NFL fans to watch a game in that stadium because it's so much smaller. It's such a different atmosphere. You're so much closer to the game. It's going to be bizarre, honestly. I don't even. I can't even fathom what it's going to be like to watch a full-scale NFL game in that stadium, but it'll be cool. It'll be I, interesting. I,
3: I am really anxious to get to one of those games, mm. uh, at least one of those games this season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and I suspect that um, maybe it's counterintuitive, but the 30,000 people, I think it's going to feel louder in there, right? Aren't you going to be right on top of the –
4: yeah, but it's a big oak. It's kind of a big open-air stadium too. Uh, I think it's very conducive to the uh, acoustics of, you know, getting it as loud as possible in there.
3: Yeah, maybe that's maybe you feel that way cuz it you've only been watching soccer in there.
4: <laughs> I've seen uh, i I've seen kid, the guy cage your beloved mean,
3: multiple championships there. I know you love your soccer. That's fine. All right, let's get to it. It's time for the return of the Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber. Let's get to it. We have no idea how it works, but I Gelhar floated this on Twitter over the weekend and I was captivated by it. I don't know that I still have my
4: answer for it. it I've been wrestling with it all weekend. Galhar still. lay it on us. All right, so well there's these MVP you got to play that too. go around on the internet. It's the one got to go. I think it's like a, a Twitter handle too where they'll put four great things and you have to pick one to cast off. So we. Black well, ca- Tie
3: should have. He should have copywritten that uh, <laughs> the elimination
4: chamber. They've been going around for a while. But I was thinking about it as we're in this golden era of television. Game of Thrones is set to come back. We've watched a lot of great shows go by the wayside recently. I picked four of the most widely discussed. I think, great dramas of this recent era, and they are The Wire, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and Game of Thrones. So Sheesh. I ask all of you, which one gets kicked to the curb? Elimination chamber. Play it again. I'd like to hear it. Elimination chamber. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. So dramatic. Cindy, we'll start with
1: you. Oh my goodness. Um,
4: it's a hard question, uh, right? A
1: really hard question.
4: All the shows are great. All the shows have their own merits. They're not, you know, it's not for the same show. It's not for identical sitcoms. Maybe make it back, maybe work it backwards here, Cindy. What's the number one out of those four? Yeah, what one What one is safe? What 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 one gets immunity right off the bat for you. Breaking Bad. I think so too, but Game of Th-
1: Yeah, that one like yeah, Breaking Bad.
3: Game of Thrones we haven't seen to its completion, so maybe that affects things. Mad Men while I enjoyed it, it had its lulls over the course of its run. So, uh, and Breaking Bad it, it started a little slowly, but once you get to the end of the first season, then it's then it just, just sort kind of takes it off. Yeah, it's right. an action movie, nonstop electric. It stuff. doesn't
4: hit its crescendo pretty much until the finale. That show, yeah, the finale is almost. Great. You know, could say maybe it hits its peak in I really season the four, Wire but... too. And the Wire, the second season,
3: notwithstanding, considered by many to be the greatest show of all time. Emma VP.
1: I actually don't watch Game of Thrones, so this is an easy elimination. Oh
3: wow! Boo! Boo. What a technicality to get out on. Sorry. All right, back to you, Cindy.
1: (sighs) I loved Mad Men. I really did, Uh -uh. but I felt like at the end of Mad Men, I was watching because Uh, I like honored it. Dick
4: you, oh, you know what Andre I mean? Like, Aper. I, I, oh,
1: you're pot
4: your committed hot. at that point, Listen, yeah.
1: John Ham's really hot. So. I heard that, sister. Mm-hmm. He's like, I could say that right as a straight
4: there. man. Like, Dreamy. that is one I, handsome I guy. I saw him
1: once up in Los Feliz at La Pubelle. It's a really good restaurant out there. There's a good spot. And I was like, this is my favorite restaurant. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what famous celebrity he's, I saw he's at La Pubelle? In uh, was uh, Jason Manzukis Rafi from the league? He's Amazing. my celebrity crush that I ran into thing. at Taco same, Bell. Same, thing. same levels. Of I, thing, <laughs> you this. know what? I'm sure, I, they'd both agree. I have a thing where I
3: I can't. I, I'm I'm not uncomfortable saying that I know that that guy's handsome or that guy's handsome. But there are some guys who are just lost on me. Their their physical uh, charm. I just uh, it doesn't hit doesn't, for me. Doesn't resonate. John Hamm is one of those. What? I would never know. I would How? never know. I, oh, I, you are
1: wrong. If I you watch him, wrong. and
3: when I watch him in Mad Men, when he's burning that nail in the first scene, I get that that John, Ham- but you know, he's. He, I, I would probably walk by him and not say. No, like, you oh, the you the No, you wouldn't. The in, hair. In person?
4: No, no, no. Nope. I know him. Comes, I. Yeah, I know you're him. In fantasy league with him, but I don't know. I you're I, I never knew he was considered Wait. handsome. I had to what? be told. I,
3: I what? Oh talk- my goodness. I was talking oh, I to, to him once. I was talking to him once before I had ever seen Mad Men. And uh, our mutual friend Sal said, "Do you know that uh, that he is considered to be the the most handsome man on TV right now?" And I said, "No, I had no. I,
4: I would just. I would never." Now Tom Brady, I can see okay, his hold hands. on. We're getting way off here. We got to get. We're to bring it back to the elimination. I can chamber. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do elimination it. Elimination chamber. There are important decisions to
3: be
1: made I, here, Dave. I'm gonna have
3: to. Well, you're maybe we'll do a handsome. Maybe here, we got to so. do a handsome elimination I don't know chamber. chamber. We can do that next time. All right. but, but yeah, I, I I didn't know that about. Yeah, no, uh, he's, and.
1: I just also thought it was ironic because poubel means trash can in French, so like, was <laughs> oh, that right? Yeah, so <laughs> it's I was a good like,
3: place to go. Uh, to go, they, I know. I was always a couple weird. Couple good weirded out by Birds. I, really, I love birds. Yeah, I, birds. I used to live nice. right there
1: on Franklin. It's a great spot. Yeah. Um, anyways, but right. yeah. So, so my, you're, my my you're gonna do it. I'm I'm I might go. I just felt like I was watching it because I like was like we were old friends. I had to get through, you know, like I was like I got to see the end, what happens. But it really it started to taper off towards. I like, think in the beginning it was amazing, and then it, it started to taper off. But you're right, we haven't seen the conclusion of Game of Thrones yet, so it could be terrible. It could totally ruin it. I don't know. They I doubt it. it.
4: They released a new trailer this morning that looked outrageous. It looked exciting,
1: right? But the one uh, but guy's again, sword
4: catches on fire in the in the little. Beric Dondarrion. Yeah. What? Yeah. What,
1: so I, I, I don't know. And all this I'm time leaning in. towards Mad Men.
3: I well. I Yeah, it's I, the, Gelhar now brings to mind the fact that, you know, all these years of watching Game of Thrones and I love it and I can't wait to see what happens, but I have no idea who anybody is. What name did you just say? Beric Dondarian. No idea who he that is. He popped up in like season three.
4: Who is he? He it's Baron Don dare We'll get there. We'll get there. Who? Right. We'll do a Game of Thrones episode <laughs> Who later with these keep people. Keep Deflecting. We need decisions. Are you? <laughs> who's related ben to out. whom? I don't know.
1: I think I have to. It's not because yeah. it's and reluctantly.
4: Yeah. Well, none of the it's not an easy right. decision. No. Like none it's of not. us are gonna be happy kicking one of these right. shows out except for Emma because she's never Gelhar. seen hard. I'm not oh, happy
1: about it. I'm just telling you, that's the truth. I don't know. You I gotta I
4: get t- caught up, Emma VP. You have I three weeks. So I've I've thought about this a lot. Breaking bad was the show I probably treated the most as like a drug addiction when I first I was behind no and then I watched intended. like all of it Well, pun definitely intended <laughs> got it uh but that show is just incredible and the characters are great I think uh I have to keep Game of Thrones because we've just never seen spectacle like Game of Thrones on television nor will we probably ever again once it's done mm-hmm. I
3: agree That's- with that and you know what's also interesting about Game of Thrones to me is I loved the Lord of the Rings trilogy not as much the uh the pre-Hobbit ones, uh, the yeah, Hobbit we don't need to talk about jazz. those. But the but the, those three pictures, I loved, and I would hold those up there with the Star Wars trilogy and and, and some of the great movie franchises ever. And
4: yet, now, once you watch Game of Thrones, go back and watch The Lord of the Rings. It kind of feels childish. Well, the 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 entire run of The Lord of the Rings was less than a season of Game of Thrones in screen time. Yeah, true. So that's, that's a little bit of a rough comparison to give the two of them. And then when it comes down to The Wire and Mad Men, I think your complaints about Mad Men are somewhat justified. But you could also say the same thing about The Wire in that it's a hard show to binge. Like, I love The Wire. I love its slow, deliberate brilliance and how they uh, build things and unravel things, and it's so brilliantly constructed. But, like, it's hard to sometimes watch more than, like, an episode or two of The Wire in a sitting. And when I think back on Mad Men, I think what separates it for me and why I might keep it over The Wire is just the depth of the cast of brilliant characters yeah. that Mad Men offers. Like, you think about all the great characters that come and went, came and went through all the variations of their ad agency the characters that passed away and things like that and the arcs of Joan and Peggy and you know Roger and Bert and every, everybody Pete like there's just so <laughs> like- many well I mean he was a fascinating character to watch. correct he's you love to hate him. He's kind of insufferable at the beginning. Then, yeah, I actually found myself later, yeah, you in, know, later in the series, like, rooting for Pete. As he like, becomes, in uh, in many ways, a worse human being. Yeah, it's I, fascinating. Some, on some levels.
3: I, I By the way, I my celebrity sighting, I once saw Pete Campbell in uh, Barney's Beanery. I watching saw him- the Syracuse <laughs> Orange. I, he had a Syracuse Orange Men sweatshirt on, and it was March Madness, and he was just sitting in there by I, uh, himself with the hood up watching the thing, and he looked
4: like he was about 11 years old. I think he gets his haircut at their blind barber down the street Ah. because I saw him one time when I was in there in the chair too but I think for me to why I would keep Mad over that is because the, the roster and the depth their bullpen of characters for lack of a better term is just so deep and so rich and you know like Duck Phillips and all those guys that pop up like to me they that depth is what overshadows the high level of great characters on The Wire, like Omar. And, Doc
1: Phillips goes and, and, to my gym, by the way. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> we, look at this. We
4: got it all yeah. covered. We're seeing you people yep. in these good so, TV shows. It is with uh, a heavy heart that I think I would push The Wire out just because I would find those others more rewatchable and for various reasons. I, you know what? I think it's going to go in this order. Number
3: one, I for now, it has to be Breaking Bad. Pending the resolution of the Iron Throne and who shall claim it, at number two, number
4: three, Madmen.
1: Kicking out the wire.
4: You are eliminated. It's so close. Now in it's close. wire cut, cut. To to go back real quick, when you mentioned Lord of the Rings and the trilogies, that's another fun elimination chamber. Is pick four great trilogies and which one do you kick out? For instance, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, or Godfather, or Godfather. Which one? Which one would go? Ooh,
3: Godfather is tricky because it's the three has a drop off, but it's not atrocious. Now, if you talk about if the we're if, so good, if we're doing the Indy Jones trilogy and we're doing what I always do, like you just uh, said about the other thing, I just pretend that, uh, that uh, no, he that, had a Last Crusade and that was it. That was the end. It ended. That was it. No more of this nonsense with the with the Doctor Jones. He's got uh, where's the dignity, sir?
4: <laughs> the um, <laughs> boy, that's a boy. That's a, see for next time. Mull on that one for a little while, and, and like Back to the Future as well. Third one, th- the old western kind of gets a little off the uh-huh, rails. Uh-huh. Pun, I guess, kind of intended again with the whole train thing. Yeah, but, right. Uh, well done. So you held hard. Came. Prepared. I think I would. I think. Back been- to,
1: mine was like Back to the Future. Really? I love the beginning ones, but that third one, ugh, hmm. brutal. There's
3: That's, two good ones there. And uh, just for what it's worth, I'm not the first to say it. As a grown-up, Return of the Jedi, little soft, little soft, you know. Solo should have died as as Harrison Ford wanted to. Then that movie would have had some gravity. Had some stakes. The end was still well I mean Are you end,
1: su- seriously suggesting that you would get rid of Star Wars?
3: No, 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 no. No, no, no I'm no. just saying. It was just what? Saying. I love I okay. love I love the original and I love Empire Strikes Back, but uh, you know, the uh, Jedi not the But great. like it's safe, right? But the, yeah. Star the, Wars is totally safe the redeeming him. the redeeming part of of uh jedi is uh is the Jabba stuff except for how boba fett dies there's no there's no dignity in that death. i think one of the great soldiers in the star wars universe one of the great one of the great warriors we'll ever see and he dies in the sarlacc pit because han solo blinded puts a stick into his hand
4: as as adam rank (laughs) will tell you boba fett's not dead if you read more into the lore, I believe. I have heard that. He, so is he going to be the guy
3: in Force Awakens or in the in the new Force Awakens? I don't know. There have been rumors. We'll see. Emma VP, you're you're, you're tired of this conversation and you're ready for us to go?
1: No, I'm not tired of this conversation. I got a
3: podcast to do yeah, shortly after this. So. Go. Fine. You know what? I'm done then. I'm calling it off. None of you. You're all eliminated. You. The only one. Eliminate Dave from this conversation. That's what. Now the three of you can sit here and do whatever you please with you. yourselves for all I can.
1: Elimination chamber. There we go. You. I
3: love that one. Let's tweet that out. Well, actually, Emma VP, I, I, that's a good conversation. Uh, let's uh, let's make a VOD out of that one. That's what well, they call it in the business. What does yeah. VOD stand for? Video oh.
1: on demand.
3: Video on demand. Video of Dave. And I also like. Sin- oh, yeah, that's a better way. Uh, start and going I like,
1: we'll use that now
3: we should <laughs> that's a good thing we should do every show is we should let the fans vote on what they want to see turned into a video you know listen yeah, to no. it and then decide
4: i would uh nominate uh the synthesizing
1: for like, sure there's so a lot of great. information
4: in there i only came i don't know what did i come halfway through three quarters of the way through you can like good. put
1: more like you were we only like kind of described the methodology oh, okay. so You were there good. For
4: good. It. last thing before we do
3: wrap up galhar what is the largest animal you could beat in a fight?
4: <laughs> largest animal I could beat in a fight? I don't, just barehanded? Yeah, no weapon. <sighs> I don't know. Your cunning is your number one. That's what you have over any beast.
3: Right. It's your intellect.
4: Well, if I mean, there's a lot of variables here. Is this just like Thunderdome where it's just me and the animal in yeah, a circle with no, right. nothing else I can turn into a weapon? Yeah, that's right. I don't know, but like realistically, I'm not. Yeah, be that's what I'm asking. I'm not asking you like to a, talk in fantasy. I'm talking to you to something maybe
3: a fox. That's all the
4: that's you don't want to get. Get. Like, look, somebody comes in here and tells you you're going to beat a wolf one on one. Ike Taylor, you know, yeah. Ike Taylor said he could beat a
3: silverback gorilla, which he's wrong about. And uh, Cam Jordan said <laughs> he could beat a uh,
4: a smallish bear. I <laughs> 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 I don't think either of those are even remotely accurate. Can, a smallish
1: bear? You don't think a big three hundred pound guy? I could beat a fat
3: bird. A fat bird, like a penguin?
1: No, like a like a like a finch, ah. like a fat one.
3: What's the smallest animal that would beat you?
1: Oh, like all of them. I can barely pick up like a forty pound bulldog. Like she's she's very rotund, but I can barely barely pick her up.
4: Dense those bulldogs she, are. Too. She's really galhar. Dense. The smallest animal that would beat me? I don't know something poisonous. That's right. Yeah. I think it's a black like mom snake. Yeah, it's a snake or a spider. A
1: spider? Yeah,
3: I could smush a spider though. How's a spider gonna get me? If it was like, Crawlers.
4: Thunderdome, Davey Spider, like that, well, I'm not afraid of well, you, if it's Spider. if you'd look at me like, where is the spider? And the next thing you know, you're uh, like, oh, wow, my, ah! wow, my arm is oh, turning purple. hanging from the top of Thunderdome. He yeah, <laughs> right on to me like uh, Peter Parker. Next the, thing you know, your arm's turning purple
3: and your dead. eyes are going cross. That's you're it. Dead. That's the end of that. Right. Yeah, I, I'm going to say what did you the, say? I said Black Mamba, a snake. With the, Oh, what, a beast could I defeat? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, there have been a lot of trials and tribulations along the way since we first started having this conversation. Every animal I float gets shot down by Ike or whoever else. Oh, you couldn't beat a donkey, I said. What about a donkey? They could kick you really hard. Yeah, but if I jump on his back, couldn't I like pull his eyes out? I suppose. I didn't think of going that direction. And uh, I said a chimpanzee. People laughed. They said, oh, no.
1: What about one of those really big turtles? They're not very fierce. You could probably beat one of those like giant turtles. Like real slow. That's true. If I could, could figure out, if I could flip, flip him, him, him onto
3: his back, yeah, then I just just jump up and down on him until uh-huh. he's no more.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's or like very just, if you just if you flip him if you flip him on his back, now. then you could just leave him there. You wouldn't even have to really execute him yourself. You know what I mean? Like you could just leave him there.
3: Well, that's what I talked to Cam Jordan about too. I said I think a shark would would uh would beat me even if he started on land you have no chance against on, the shark. no 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 oh. no Con- no if it's conor mcgregor v floyd mayweather and you have to use one person you have to use one combatant's rules if the sh- i like if i go into the sea obviously the shark will make quick work of me but what if we start on land got it i still think the shark would beat me how would i defeat a shark but cam jordan run side to side laterally he was savvy he said you just you just stand there for twenty minutes until until he's gasping right. for his last breath. Then you go and finish him off.
1: Or you could just let him. You know you wouldn't have to even do it yourself. Yeah, you wouldn't have the, that shark blood on your hands.
3: But I think like if you went to try to kill a shark when he's on the ground and you like try to get him like he wheel around and bite, you know. I think you wouldn't. I, I don't think I could beat that one.
4: Galhar was a part of one of our other greatest uh, debates. Animals right? uh, implementing a football game, right? Yeah, or something yeah, like that? yeah, yeah. Had, what was your uh, I said like a hawk or something like that, or some sort of bird that was smart and coordinated that could help intercept the ball or ferry it to your receiver. I
1: think you just put like a really mean rhino or like a hippo or something like that right in the front. So you you know what would be them.
3: good? What about a kangaroo? Because if you put the ball like you turn around and hand it off, kangaroos. To
1: him. Kangaroos are really they're like a a. Good tackler could probably bring a kangaroo. Well, I was. Gonna oh, you think so? I think, I
3: think so. he would. Wouldn't he be able to jump back on his tail and like kick him as, away? As long, and long the as the ball would be safe, you couldn't. You could never get the ball. you'd have have his pouch.
4: As long as they don't make a rule where the tail constitutes an elbow or something, and he'd be down. You'd have right. to get the rulings on that because oh, then, right. otherwise, yeah, the kangaroo would have great balance. It would never get knocked down. But if that tail counted as like an elbow or a knee, he's yeah. down. Or a rhino. I don't know what the I, that's rules what are. Thinking. Like if like, you could like,
3: put the football on the horn, like you know, then go. You know, I, who's going to get? You go? have a
1: blocker of like a hippo or a rhino. Hippos are really mean.
2: We
3: need to talk about this some more. Apparently, we, but we yeah. won't do it now. We'll do it at a later date. <laughs> Great stuff, Alex Galhar. Give your uh, Twitter handle uh, at Alex Galhar. <laughs> That's, That's it. Easy. <laughs> he stands on his own merits. He doesn't need that NFL He's next in week. on that Twitter. Game I don't put early. NFL
1: on mine either. Come
3: on. See, we all have dignity, you know. Cindy Freeland, terrific as always. Emma VP Bartlett, everybody behind the glass. Will Kibbets with you later on. Remember, go subscribe, rate, comment, share with friends. It's been a thin slice of heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring